I'm Liv. And I'm Nicole. And we're Chuckaboos. And this is our podcast. Different name, same dumb bitches. <laughs> hey, Nicole. <laughs> Can you tell I'm done before we've begun? Oh, God, this is going to be a... (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a recording. So how's your week been? How are you? Any life updates? God, stressful. Yeah. Oh, God, just... uh, Dog problems back home and visa drama. All of it just happening this week. And it's just a lot. I always forget that, like, I've done things that could cause me bruises and I'm always like oh my god like how did I get that uh I got blood taken out on Tuesday and today I just looked at my arm and it's still a little bruised and I'm like oh my god how did this happen like who hurt me (laughs) who hurt me is death coming for me (laughs) and then I remember oh I got blood taken like I always hurt myself on the door handles and I forget and then I'm like but because I don't see the bruise I only think David there's just like this random pain in my arm it might be like a clot. See, I'm going to have an aneurysm. I'm going to die. I've got like the opposite. Mine is always like my knees or my like, like That's my calves. Okay, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what I do in my spare time is none of, none, no one's been this but my own. But no, it's a thing where it's like I'm constantly, I'm just, I'm clumsy or I'm just mm. like, I've got no awareness of my surroundings so i'm just constantly bashing into things and then i'll be like oh my god where are all these bruises coming from and then of course like don't ever <laughs> google where the what what causes a bruise or what could i get bruised i bruise really i know easily because like and do you know what once my dad said that to me he was like maybe it's like xyz I'm not gonna say it because i freak myself out when i say it he's like maybe it's xyz and i'm like why would you say that to someone who's so dad, this isn't helpful like I am like so health anxious and like a hypochondriac at the best of times. I was like, mm, thank you, but no, I'm gonna go that. <laughs> so list that you've seen prior to this recording, keeping us on track. It's gonna be a new thing, but it's mainly just like points that come up during the week for us that are like, right, we're discussing this and we're discussing that this week. You severely underestimate my ability to get us off track. <laughs> That's why I've got to keep us together, okay? <laughs> so, first on the list, and I, I, this <laughs> this cropped up today, and I sent you a video about it, and you then posted it on your Instagram. Would you like to introduce to the listeners what we're going to discuss? Uh, you mean, like, the synthetic form that is Madonna? What happened? Like, I... I got into like a rabbit hole like I because after I saw that picture I was like right I have to see at what point she started changing the way she looked so I, the last time I remember her she was like very very like veiny is what I describe it as like <laughs> very veiny like maybe 2017 was the last time I saw Madonna as I I was gonna say I think it was like her and Madonna like her in Eurovision I think yeah, is yeah. the last time I saw her Oh my god, that was that was I a, will that was so funny. That was a whole other thing, but anyway. I will preface this by saying that like I don't mind when people get like plastic surgery done because obviously she's yeah. had a lot of plastic surgery. It's I don't know, it's to the point now though, it's like you're selling something that isn't real. That's what mm-hmm. I don't like. 
Like I don't get, you know, when people get like little nose jobs and a bit of Botox, Botox and, and things. But when you're throwing like a Khloe Kardashian where you completely look like a different person, mm-hmm. I feel, you know, like it's a problem. The, the pictures, like if you go into her Instagram now, the pictures are so smooth. Like, and. Oh yeah. It she, is a she, combo of bad Photoshop. surgery and bad Photoshop. Because I mean, like you can, I was looking at photos and it's like the 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 cheekbones have been done like they are like a mm-hmm. whole different face shape um and i i think she probably looks like technically from these photos i don't know how much is like accurate in real life but from the photos i'm like if i was to see a photo of her eldest child lord who's probably in her 20s now next to her mm-hmm. would i think who would are they sisters is like you know like who would look i older? thought it was one of her children like i thought it was her daughter or something i honestly thought it was a kardashian when i saw her at the first time that photo of her i was like oh what which one of the kardashians gone blonde and i was like oh my god it's nope madonna Madonna. and she was uh so beautiful and i think yeah it's it's a whole thing and i don't think enough people are talking about how like we've all just kind of gone like oh chloe kardashian doesn't look like how she's have we seen madonna she does not look like I don't like think Madonna. we have seen Madonna. I don't – I think that Madonna has kind of started going down in, I guess, like, you know, the celebrity hierarchy. Like, I think Ooh, she's kind of iconic in her sense. Like, everyone thinks Madonna, you know, knows what she did in the 80s and the 90s and even to an extent to the 2000s. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think you would associate her as like a 2010 and on icon. Is is she not relevant anymore? I don't think so. No. I, th- I mean. Because I think if you're, because, I mean, I don't know how many American listeners we have, but when she was in Eurovision, she made a fool of herself. Yeah. With her performance. Like, it was not good. It wasn't a finest moment. I feel like the... Madonna like the kind of the the, if you look at the trajectory of her career and especially as you say from like mid 2000s onwards so if we're looking at like 2007 she kind of made a resurgence and she did that Mm -hmm. weird song with Justin Timberlake and it's like from that point it just it like she just kind of tapered off like in terms of celebrity relevance yeah and then I think that was her resurgence whoa yeah Eurovision was the resurgence (laughs) No, 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 no. I think that because she had another song during that Justin Timberlake era that was pretty good. And even then people were like, wow, Madonna's old. (laughs) She's 63. And which you can look at at 63. I'm not even saying that. Oh, sweetie. And oh, my God, I don't even want to get into what her Instagram has become because as I was scrolling through it, it's just it's chaotic. It's cringy. It's, it's, really, it's a little cringy. It's like your cool mom trying to stay. A lot of Snapchat filters being used on there. Yes. Where is her PR team? <laughs> they do not. Have they abandoned ship? Did they just kind of go? I think so. Eurovision. We're, we're calling it quits. I think the thing with Madonna is that, like, I think since the 2000s, since that little resurgence, she has been fighting against the current of time and relevance because she's constantly fighting with lady gaga i don't even think Mm. it's a fight if it's one-sided but Mm. i think in a sense lady gaga is everything madonna was and more oh interesting because lady gaga can actually act and has a successful acting career 
That's true. And the media never really got the same accolade, no. I think. You know. It's literally known as good except for Madonna. <laughs> it would have been great if Madonna In was spite of it. Madonna. <laughs> and and did she act in anything else? Or did she try and make a career and it just never I feel really... like maybe she tried and it just never really happened. Mm-hmm. But like Lady Gaga, really talented singer and is constantly working to improve her voice and to try different things. Mm-hmm. Really talented actress, philanthropic really helpful in the you know lgbtq plus community absolutely so it's kind of like one of those things it's just like you have been you know outgrown by a better artist mm-hmm. and it's that doesn't take away because like if you look at lady gaga's career and she was like i was looking back at like some of her early stuff and it was like she was almost a novelty like the 2008 mm-hmm. era like it wasn't I don't think people took her as seriously as her art was coming, like as she was intending her art to be. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like this whole transition into like what she has become now. Although that meme where she's like, there could be ninety nine people in the room that don't believe in you, but that one person, and he is that one. Per- that cracks me up. I love that meme. Madonna is one of those ninety nine people. <laughs> And I think in a sense, Madonna never also had that kind of niche uh, personality and style and she was subversive, but then she mm-hmm. never got past that. Like she was never bra- like really able to break that mold. Yeah. I, do you know what I was thinking when I was looking at the photos? Because I think I sent you a few photos where I was like, you can kind of see the transition when she started getting this, mm-hmm. started getting the surgery and the Photoshop became a thing for her. And on the one hand, and I was looking at another video, I think I might have sent it to you, where she's sort of saying that, like, why do people not make a fuss when there are people killing each other on TV, but if, like, two consenting Mm. adults of the same sex kiss, it's a whole major deal. And, you know, and she was, and she was, at at that point in that interview, the one that I sent you, you know, you see an artist who's very, you know, I I don't know how to explain this, but I was kind of looking at it. I was like, maybe the fact that she's getting the surgery is to, like, is she trying to beat all of those articles that have always come out where it's like, oh, Madonna looks haggard. Oh, she looks really skinny and veiny. Oh, she looks really old. Like, is she is she battling that? Is your fault? That- <laughs> Me? You said she was veiny. No, I know. Uh, she she's always had I apologize for with- Actually, I'm ingrained. It's Yeah, I'm, I apologize for that statement I made earlier. <laughs> I, think, I think it's very obvious that she's always had like a uh, – I guess a problem with her image. Yeah. I think maybe those comments got to her and th- at this point it must be some kind of addiction because I don't think you get to this point hmm. where you look like a completely different person. Like it, you can't yeah. even say, oh, it just looks like Madonna younger. No, like she looks like a completely different person. Those and cheeks, if she, that chin. Mm-hmm. I even think that if, and the lips and like, I think if she gets to a point where she starts like tanning like she's gonna start veering into like black fishing and Latino fishing. Mm. I mean, like, the one thing she can't fight, and this you pointed this out by the fact that in most of the photos she's actually wearing gloves, is the age shows on your hands mm-hmm. and pretty much everywhere else. I mean, she's gotten away with the neck. That's usually the main giveaway. But your hands, you can't, you can't ever, do surgery you can't, on those. Yeah, you can't do surgery on that, and Photoshop will not help. It's yeah. I feel bad because it's very obvious that the kind of effect that 
society and celebrity and expectations in that circle. Mm. Uh, and honestly, the Kardashians are kind of to blame because you can yeah. you can definitely see like the connections between the style of surgery she's had. Yeah, and it's very Kardashian. What the era. Kardashians get. I wonder if the future, if that's what's going to be a thing, is like when we look back and they'll be like, oh, you know how you look back at like the early noughties and it was like Kate Moss's white mm-hmm. when you can like, or was it like thin feels, I don't know, something about feeling skinny is as good as mm-hmm. piecing, something like that, something awful. <laughs> Some bullshit that, like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, Because I was, I like, you know, when I, like, let's say 2013, me, 2012, like that was, I was obsessed with that image. Like I thought like I had to be that skinny and then boom kardashians hit the scene and mm. now this new thing of like having an itty bitty waist but a good set of tits and a great like hip yeah, like, to the bomb ratio. like yeah exactly you know like what's what's gonna be next like are we gonna look at this and think this is a kardashian era what is gonna be the next are we gonna revert back to i i think i'm i'm, I'm enjoying the body positive movement i think that that's a really good thing and i'm and it's bringing natural more relatable bodies back into the you know I think it's just being realistic. I don't even think like, fine, get your BBL. But we need to get to a point where people are honest about what they get done. Yes, Like just say you got your nose job. No one's saying that you don't need to get a nose job. No one's saying that you don't Mm. need to get the BBL. However, you cannot then go online and say this is how I look and this is my natural self and all I did was have a tummy tea or a lollipop and I got like this when actually you are – very actively photoshopping and editing your pictures and getting surgery yeah and also most likely having the money and the time to you know Mm -hmm. work out and get like all of these amazing meals made for you and you know as you say the surgery it's not it's not god given yeah just say like no one cares no one cares that you got surgery no shame just just be honest just be honest, but don't go online and tell me that you went from, you know, paper thin lips to, you know, lips as big as mine and you just did it by, you know, sucking on a glass. At Kylie Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, it's it's the lipstick. Like, no. It's the lip gloss. <laughs> no, honey, that was surgery. You're not telling me that you when you were like 13... <laughs> And you and your 18 are the same human. <laughs> yeah, puberty doesn't make your lips bigger. <laughs> oh, my God. I, that cracked me up. But was that a thing, wasn't it? Everyone was, like, sucking on glass to make their lips mm-hmm. bigger. Like, bruising the internet, their damn lips. Oh, the internet is a very scary place. But that's what happens. You know, like, that's what kids, impressionable kids, who are the only idiots that look up. Oh, sorry. That's harsh. <laughs> but, like, you're stupid <laughs> when true, you're though. a teenager. You're stupid when we you're a, would, a teenager. We were teenagers once, yeah. We were stupid, but we did not have all of these influencers mm-hmm. telling us how to look, which is, I think, why you just – you look back on pictures of us. No, and... it was very – like, if you look back at the influences we had, it was more like the age of, like, the very beginning of YouTube. And they were very real people because they weren't mm-hmm. kind of pretending to be something they're not. It, was, it wasn't it was very, like, glossy. It was kind of like, oh, LOL, raw, you know, I'm so quirky. <laughs> they were teenagers. <laughs> Roar is I love you and dinosaur. I hate I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> now I also on my on my list. Uh, let me, let's move on swiftly. I've got 
And also interrupt me if you've uh, if you have anything to add. I'm just like I'm keeping the flow going. Are you keeping me to task? I'm sorry. Um, if I have lots of thoughts and they are everywhere. No, I love it. I love it. It's just I'm just keeping keeping the flow going, keeping the movement going. Ice skating. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Madonna to ice skating. The Olympics are happening. The Olympics are happening. But I have only just discovered the like the passionate partnership that is uh Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore. I saw something that said like romance was created just for figure skating. <laughs> did, and I, I, did you watch like I don't know if I sent you the link, but I might have, I think I told you. I was like, oh, I don't believe in love, but the, well, no, I believe in love. But the <laughs> 2018 Moulin Rouge set that they did at the Olympics. I was telling David, like he he has a wife, and she has to be the most <laughs> confident woman in their relationship because <laughs> well, that was love. I'm pretty sure he's he's engaged. Like I, I was doing stalking. He's engaged. <laughs> He's engaged and he has a seven-month-old daughter and she just got married, I think, or she's in a relationship with a hockey player. I think they, That is one of those things that's like, those are soul, like, like you and me, soulmates yeah. that are just friends. Just friends. But my God, the but fan God, edits of those two, I'm sure that if like we had fan edits, it would be the exact same thing. But like, <laughs> the way <laughs> he looks at her... <sighs> like i melt like it's just it's kind of one of those things like i we love our partners like we do so much but i would love to be know what it's like to be loved by hosier for like 10 minutes (laughs) just that kind of like i just want to know what that is yes like burning love like that is just that is ancient and pure and (laughs) i want to know I want to know what love is. Yeah, I just. <laughs> I do. I. Oh, God, I love ice skating. I haven't gone ice skating, I think, since moving here. Have you not? You should have come no. when Edinburgh had it. I'm sure there's one in Warrington. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I just I, had to, I just have, to have it at Christmas. Yeah, I, they do. And I just, every time we're like not it, like wearing the right thing. It's always one of those things like, oh, I'm in a dress or. Can we don't have I money. <laughs> be really honest for a second and tell you a very sad story of my life. It's <laughs> related to ice skating. You're so sad. <laughs> this is gonna. This is gonna be pathetic. So, I, I'm a romantic. Well, actually, no. Let me rephrase that. I, I am a skeptic romantic because I've always been like uh, love, but at the same time, like I die for Pride and Prejudice, and I love all of that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I'm just very realistic about it, but okay. So here's the thing, and I love rom coms, and bear with me. The I don't even know how to set the story up. It's so sick. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> like, so when I was growing up, this is like my teens, and specifically my 18th birthday. I had it in my mind that like ice skating was a thing you did like as a couple. Like you'd go with like a crush or someone you'd love, and you'd have like the most romantic time ever. So basically, every time I went ice skating from like the ages of like 14 to say 20 I cried every time because I wasn't <laughs> with someone I loved or someone like it would be family or friends but it just wasn't what I, it wasn't what I was wanting from the ice we skating have, experience 
you and I have never had a unique experience. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever cried, I, and which is weird because I'm the one that's always crying. Yeah. Um, but when I was a teenager, there was definitely this idea of like you just went ice skating with your loved one. Yes, yes. And like I've never, Anna, I've never yeah. gone ice skating with David. <laughs> you guys have to because if this is the thing. So then the moment I know because like, we're I in love. <laughs> realize like my moment was my second date with Richard. We went ice skating in Edinburgh at the Christmas markets. It was like honestly like top-notch date it, we went ice skating it was very clumsy it was very cute stop looking at me like that <laughs> looking at me. he's like i do not remember this, he's like, this <laughs> you and i remember this second date he, very differently yeah he's like mm, is that how it went down it's usually like any any girl remembering something and a guy's like oh yeah we kiss and she's like it was amazing and passionate but yeah and that was like my moment where i was like oh, i'm finally ice skating with like at the time, like you know, a crush. Like it was, it was very magical and very lovely. But yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one that had these experiences. Where like, I, I specifically remember my 18th birthday. There's a photo of me standing in front of the ice rink that my parents took because we went to London specifically for it. Oh, was it my 21st? Might have been my 20. Yeah, it was my 21st actually. I think. Um. Yeah, my 21st. Sorry. And it's a photo of me. I'll sh- I'll share it with you. It's uh, me standing in front of the ice rink at London Winter Wonderland. And you can see that I've been crying. <laughs> it looks like my eyes are closed. <laughs> and it just looks like I'm really enjoying. Like, I must just like, oh, she's so emotional about her birthday, which I always am. And the fact she's in London and it's so lovely. No, I was upset because, like, I was at an ice rink with my sister. <laughs> and it wasn't the love of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. I was less dramatic. I've always been over romanticizing every little thing every Same. little interaction with like the stranger on the train um i can literally I'm tell you every moment like i've over romanticized something i remember when i was interning at a museum and this like <laughs> lovely lad from the kitchens was helping me sort out catering and we were like in the elevator together like very hmm. close contact and i was, I was like this is a moment it- Tell me readers, more. it was not a moment at all. The poor guy was just like, I'm just doing my job. And that was me being like, This is the moment. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get that. I get that. No. Yeah. That that was me. Uh I mean, every time I how you know what? I have cried because you know the iconic look. We've said iconic annoyingly a lot today. Um Everything's uh, iconic in like Europe. The yeah, the <laughs> visual of New York City in yes. winter. Oh my god! Serendipity. Going in to Seattle. Rockefeller Center and the tree is lit, yes. and everyone is ice skating in front of the tree, and just the visuals of all that. And I just I remember very specifically thinking, like walking through. I think I was in college, and just thinking like my life is terrible. Because no one is holding my hand, ice skating with me down in front of the Rockefeller Center. I don't think I could ever afford to do it at this point. Uh, but yeah, it that was always like the dream. Mm-hmm. Like holding someone's hand on the ice skating rink in front of the Christmas tree and like getting kissed. Yes. Like yes. like an elf. Oh my God. You remember an elf? It happened yeah. in elf. It happens in all the in the movies. In all the great films, it's and you were like I wish I didn't romanticize them so much. I just like 
it, it set me up for a lot of losses early on in my life. <laughs> and yet, uh, here I am found, yeah. living my, you know, I'm living my best life. You're living your best life. Yep. I didn't get proposed to in Rockefeller Center, but we were in the city when you. he proposed to me. And I did take a I was picture of my ring yeah. in front of the tree. So, exactly. Um, that's pretty goddamn rom-com material. Yes. Uh, Which brings us on to point three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've been working like on Zoom for too long. You're just like, and moving on on the agenda. Because no, we need to relates. get the ball rolling. No, 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 no. This relates, I promise you. <laughs> okay, okay. Because, well, you brought this one up. This is your point. Heather's 80s rom-coms. Explain. Oh, my. Oh, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> discuss. Okay, well, if you pull up slide number two, because uh, <laughs> now the musical Heather's is trending on TikTok. Can I, can I remember I the first time. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, no, no, you go, you, you go, go, you explain. Because um, I'm just gonna say, I feel like I was an OG with this. I remember being, I think I was a junior in high school, and uh, two of my friends, they, well, one was my friend, and the other one was her best friend, and they invited oh. me over, and they were like, "Oh, like, do you want to watch Heather's?" And I'm like, "I've never watched this movie before," and it was just life changing. Mm. watching this movie like hearing the like the phrase fuck me gently with a chainsaw like that that is (laughs) iconic (laughs) i was like i cannot believe i've never like well i can believe i've never been shown this movie before um but this is like watch this yeah like watch this uh god i just loved that movie so much and then you never really heard about it it was really one Mm. of those movies that you kind of if you knew you knew yeah and that was it uh, and now we're back. The musical is well. One specific song from the musical is trending. I, I was gonna say because when you were like, "This is like rotting the inside of my brain." Like this, this song. Have you listened to the whole album? Yes. Okay. Good. I constantly sing "Dead Girl Walking" in the car, like <laughs> all the time. Uh. I, it was one of those things that it was just like it was just scratching. It just scratches something on the inside of my brain, and I know he's, <laughs> I know he's toxic, and I would never open the door. And you, you know, would, you would that bit where it's oh, like I maybe crack it open <laughs> a little bit. You want to know something? I just, wow. and I mean this in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. Christian Slater in the eighties looked like a lesbian, and again, but like in the best way, he's not. The conventional heartthrob. No. Mm. I have but a I mean, story about Chris, Christian Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me. My dad used I don't to know do why I knew it was going to be with your dad. I knew that this was going to involve your dad. My dad, this is, yeah, this is, I bet, I don't, I don't think I've ever told you this story. He was an extra on a lot of films and like TV series when I was growing up. Like that was his thing for a time. And he's in a movie as an extra and it's called, it's, it's like, I think I, I, I I don't know where you'd find a copy of it because it's kind of B list. Um, But it's Christian Slater is the title character. He's Winston Churchill in this movie. It's called Winston Churchill, the Hollywood years. Um, you have to look this up but my dad got to manhandle christian slater out of a van in one of the scenes oh my god yep yep so that's my little tidbit for today that's uh, 
Wow. I know. Uh, you know what I always loved him in? The, uh, I had a, like, when I was a kid, I had a tiny crush on him in the Robin Hood movie. Really? Yes. I liked him more than, uh, Scarlet. That's who he I've was. Never heard of that. Song. You've that never. Weird. You have never. Kevin Costner. You have never watched Kevin Costner as Robin Hood. Is Christian Slater in that movie. Yes, he's like the brother. Remember, he like snitches on them. Oh my god! It's been so long since I've watched it. I okay, do well, not clearly, recall that. Clearly, we have to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> I love that our fathers both have an acting career, and we don't. I know, and I feel like it was always going to be like I if I was I always thought that I'd be an actress or something. Like I remember Same. like putting in like audition tapes for things. I never got that far, but I did want an acting career. But no, I guess our fathers will just live our dreams. But like he's he, he did a few things, um, like te- mainly extra acting work. But anyway, that's beside the point. What are you talking about? Your dad is a really big star in Outlander and The <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> he does look like that, like that actor. What is his name? Oh, God. I really should know. Graham McTavish, is it? Oh, that's the most Scottish name ever, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, un- undeniably Scottish, that man. You are right. It's Graham McTavish. I love God, him. He looks so... Like, if, you, if anyone wants to know what my father looks like, that is what my dad looks like. He looks like Graham McTavish. <laughs> he looks like Dougal McKenzie. Smash. What was the game? <laughs> no, no, you know, I mean, like, I have I shown, not. I remember showing people in my work once a photo of my father, because I was just showing them a photo of, like, me with him, like, on holiday somewhere after I come back. And I was like, oh, look, these, this is my dad and me. And they were like, oh. And I was like, what? And they are like, oh, your dad's really handsome, isn't he? He's lovely. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, you know, when you're standing there, like, mm, thanks. Like, That's why I'm, I, I come- would not do that sound. That's like, I want, I did do the sound. The, you did I do the sound, but I did it for an animated character. Like no one's gonna be like oh, Aladdin. Just, I'm Aladdin. And that's my dad. On a like, side note, you should do that again, but do it with Geralt and Siri. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like Henry Cavill's like a real person that could find that. And we talk about that's celebrities true. on here. Then again, now yeah. you've got qualms with it. You. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly she goes suddenly dad. Nicole is self-aware <laughs> that people could it's, know it's the fear of being known <laughs> it's too late <laughs> um, but did you so in terms of 80s have. film I don't know about you but I went through a real phase of like being obsessed with John Hughes movies mm-hmm. like Pretty in Pink I loved I was obsessed with that film like Except I had to watch it twice because the first time I rooted for Ducky and then the second time I realized that he was actually <laughs> really toxic. I was like, that's not cool. Um, I love The Breakfast the Club. I know it's so basic, but that's like one of my favorite ones. Oh, do you know? Oh, no, that's a good, it's a good movie. These are iconic movies. They like, they withstand time and I think they're still <laughs> relatable. I have the cassette tape, you say anything, because I was obsessed with that movie. Oh. Mainly I was just, I was just obsessed with John Cusack, if I'm honest. Yeah. That was my crush for the longest time. I was like, I am going to find a 1980s John Cusack in my little town in Western Australia and he's <laughs> going to fall in love with me. <laughs> you like if we go back to this whole thing that we like romanticize 
pretty much mm-hmm. everything. How could we not when we had like, you know, uh, we had so like, many good rom coms. Sixteen growing candles, up. like oh my god, that was actually Sixteen Candles is a really weird film. I there's some really creepy things in that movie, but the scene where he like pulls up at the end and he's like waiting outside the church for. That's kind of sweet. I yeah, uh, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but like, say anything. He's holding the boombox outside a window. That was cute, iconic. <laughs> Take a shot every time we say iconic in this. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of other. Sometimes <gasps> I think like the things I think of in the 80s. It's actually 90s. No, 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 no. One film. I hope you've seen this because I loved it as well. And it's got Patrick Dempsey in it. Can't Buy Me Love. Mm, no. You've never seen that? Maybe I have and I just don't remember it. But no, it doesn't. It's not That's clicking. a cute movie. Basically, uh, I will give you the synopsis of it. because it's. Ba- I, I think you'd like it. I think it's very much up your street. Basically, it's about a nerd who... He makes a deal with his next door neighbor and popular cheerleader Cindy Machini. Machini? I'm going to say Machini. She had borrowed mm-hmm. her mother's expensive suede outfit without permission to wear to a party only to have wine accidentally spilled on it. Cindy reluctantly mm-hmm. agrees to help Ronald look cool by posing as his girlfriend for a month for $1,000, which was used to replace the ruined outfit. Even okay. though she already has a boyfriend, Bobby, who is attending University of Iowa. And it's just like that kind of thing where they grow <laughs> to fall in love with each other. You know, it's like, oh, I'm yeah. just going to date you to make, you know, like part of the deal. But no, they love each other. And it's a slow burn. <laughs> and I loved it. And it's Patrick Dempsey when he was young. So, you know. I feel like I, I don't know if it was you I was talking about this, but I feel like Patrick Dempsey never really broke through as a leading man. Like, I feel like they really wanted him to to be a leading man. And it just never quite happened for him. I just don't think that Patrick Dempsey really ever broke through as a leading man. Like, they kept trying to make, like, they really wanted him to. Oh, I did have, speaking of, like, connections and, you know, like, feeling that burning ancient love kind of thing that we were talking about. Bit of a weird connection, but, like, hear me out. Have you been watching Pam and Tommy? No, I have to watch it. I am going to watch Disney. it. I am <gasps> going to watch it. It's on the list. You have to watch it. Oh, my God. You're going to – oh, my God. It's something else. It is something else. There is – I think it's episode two. <laughs> Just – when you see the scene, it's going it, to – it's – like I thought I, – I, I have no idea. It's so messed up. And it's just like I, I sat there like giggling like mm-hmm. a lunatic. But just – yeah. I think you'll know when you watch it. Message me when you do. I want to know your reaction. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. next episode we will discuss. Like, but it's just it's. I've seen a lot of hit back on it. Like, you know, the fact that they're sort of like, it it, it really apparently uh, troubled Pamela Anderson for the longest time that this video was leaked, and you know the impact that I'm, it had on her I'm life. Not surprised. Understandably so, but I do think that the way that they're portraying the couple is interesting in the sense that it makes them more human rather than celebrity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm actually, because I, 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 I mean, they were kind of before our time. Like, I don't, maybe it was different in America, but for here in my childhood, like, I knew of it, and I knew of 
Pamela Anderson, like, you know, Baywatch, it was huge. Like, but Tommy Lee, mm. not much of an idea. I know that they had a very on off again a relationship, but it never really crossed my mind. I just thought, oh, yeah, there was these two people and they got famous in like the 90s. And but this really shows the relationship, I think, and really shows like Pamela Anderson in a really positive light. Like, she was a woman who idolized Jane Fonda who just wanted to be a mom who just was like mm. really trying hard to make a career out of an actress after like a bit of a rough upbringing like a rough upbringing um so I think it's an I think it's a good movie like not movie I think it's a good tv series I think you'll really enjoy it it's very raunchy yeah it's like really uh I am interested in it because I think I knew maybe a little bit more about Pam Anderson than you like maybe yeah. more exposure to her um but still, even in herself, like, she was kind of, like, a caricature. Yeah. Like, I never really took it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, like, there she is. Yeah. Uh, but I always heard that she was very intelligent. Mm. Like, that she was a really charming person, a really kind person. She uh, gave me Marilyn Monroe and Nicole Smith vibes. Like, it was that kind of trajectory of women who you know and even Judy Garland like these women that were just you know wanted to be taken seriously as actresses maybe mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe more so she's a great example of this wanted to be a mother wanted to be taken as an actress seriously but always just perceived as like the dumb blonde hot bombshell mm-hmm. you know that's as far as it got which is I mean so sad mm. but yeah let me know what you think of it I think you will do I cannot wait to see your reaction <laughs> to the series i now i'm excited because like i i mean i just i love sebastian stan it was gonna be a god nicole you're not ready for it not ready for it like we were i was gonna watch it because i love sebastian (laughs) i'm currently watching or re-watching bridgerton because like it's coming out late march and i just (laughs) need my fix you're just reliving uh, your Bridgerton phase. I just, I, I'm never out of it. I just, it's, I, like, I go through, I don't know about you, but I go through phases where I'm like, I need to have a fix of like Jane Austen-esque era Regency movies. Oh, yeah. And reading, because I just like, I feel like there's not enough of it in everyday life. And I'm like, I just want that kind of like the hand flex moment. <laughs> you need to uh, re-romanticize your life. You need yeah. like a, a pick-me-up. Yeah, although, just like you, I sent Richard the video of that hug between Tessa and Scott. How'd it go? <laughs> Nothing's happened yet, but we shall see. But you, you've you had the hug, right? I have. Yeah. I have. It was, uh, I gotta say, Richard, it was pretty immediate. David Gutt was on it. Um, <laughs> it was really nice. It hurt a little. <laughs> he really went for it. You're like, okay, I wanted passion. I didn't mean that kind of passion. Yeah, I didn't want pain. Passion with a soft P, not passion. Pain. Did we get through the list? We got through the list. We did really well this week and some. I'm proud of us. We did really well. We kept on task. Well done, everybody. Round of applause. (laughs) Press that little clap button on your screen. Will you uh, pass around the minutes? (laughs) I will forward the minutes on in a week's time and we'll see you guys next week. Actions will be this on the could minutes. have been an email. This could have been an email. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on our social medias at Chuckaboo Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're pretty funny there. Go give us a follow. The likes have been 
hard recently. I think our content's We're good. I hinge. I think the algorithm is against us. Yeah, I th- yeah. Just blame the algorithm. <laughs> that's what it is. It's it's definitely that because we're funny. We're really funny. I <laughs> <laughs> will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Do do do.